I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. Welcome back to the Crush the Rush podcast. I almost had this strategy and soul podcast. Oh my gosh, how many times have I done this? But we are on episode five of our five-part series of scaling with strategy and soul. And I really wanted to end this series with sharing some examples behind the scenes of how masculine and feminine energy and strategy have come into play in my business. And I have said this before in the series, but as an Enneagram three and list and strategy, loving manifesting generator, trusting the universe and this like whole feminine side of business does not really conceptually make sense to me. I can't seem to process it, but what I can process and what I can make sense of is where it has worked for me. And for me, seeing is believing and that is enough. And so I actually wanted to share some stories behind the scenes um, of why I believe in this sort of merge of masculine and feminine energy when it comes into actual steps of building your business. And I will tell you, I wrote this episode out this morning. I usually don't use notes, but this is like a super vulnerable story. I'm actually very nervous to share it, but I feel like it's important. I also have been trying to share more behind the scenes. So even though I've debated telling the story multiple times, I think it's important to share. And I really just want to share why I believe in this methodology so much. So we're going to get into the feminine strategy first. Then I'm going to talk about the masculine strategy. And then we're going to wrap up this series with hopefully some motivation of what steps to take next. So feminine side, right? We're going to start with a story. So when I was about 21-ish, I was a sophomore in college and my dad was actually diagnosed with skin cancer. So my parents were divorced. He lived in Orlando, Florida, and I had gone down for a long weekend. Now, the fun part of the story is, is when you're in college and, you know, your dad lives in a really cool place like Orlando and it's sunny and you're from Ohio, it felt very magical to visit. So it was one of my favorite things to do until it didn't. So when I was down there, they found skin cancer cells during a routine checkup on his arm, which long story short had spread to his lymph nodes. So that weekend quickly turned into a week of being back and forth in the hospital. And at this time I was in college and, you know, I think when you're in college, you don't really have the life skills to handle these kind of things and to be able to balance like going to classes and figuring out exams and all things. It just felt like a lot at that time. 
And then I would say, you know, 20 plus years ago, the facts about skin cancer were not widely known and neither were the treatment. So I actually remember very vividly sitting at dinner with my stepmom across the street from the hospital and thinking like, fuck, this is really bad, right? Like, you know, when you just have those feelings of like, oh, it can't be that bad, right? Like, it'll just work itself out. And I'm such the person that's like, oh, it's not that bad. I'll just figure it out. Like, this was something I couldn't figure out. And so it's like, how do you process that at 21? And so four years later, my dad actually passed away. The cancer spread to his brain and eventually took over, which means I spent the majority of my college years going back and forth, commuting back and forth to Orlando as much as I could and trying to figure out like what the next steps were. So college for me looked very different. It was very much like get your work done, stay really focused. And then we were dealing with this, which most people my age, like again, didn't really know what to say or do. And I never talked about it. So most people didn't even know that this was like happening. Like I was such a closed off little box. So at the end, my sister and I got a call from hospice the week of Christmas. It was 19 years ago this year. So we knew that we had to drive to Florida and fingers crossed we could make it, not knowing when we would be returning or what was going to happen. So there's a lot to this story. (laughs) Probably need an episode two. But long story short, we were driving from Ohio to Florida. I was 24 at the time. It was 16 hours in a car. There was a snowstorm in West Virginia. I don't know if you've ever taken that route, but I could like vividly see it. And we knew that we were going to say goodbye to our dad and we didn't know what that would look like or how that would feel like. What do you even say? Like, what do you even do? So that is definitely something I would never wish on anyone. So at this part of my life, I was really doubting like all the good things because I'm like, this is supposed to be the best part of my life, right? This is supposed to be the fun years, the college years. And I started debating if I could trust anything universal. So on the way down to Florida, you know, there's a snowstorm and I started becoming really car sick, right? So I'm like, great, like this is just getting better and better, right? So I chalked it off to stress which I normally did. But 12 hours later, I found myself in a hospital room across from my dad's with kidney stones. So my sister now was going back and forth between rooms. I was on a morphine drip with kidney stones. And then she was back and forth between my dad. And I was like, this cannot actually be happening, right? Like, is this real? And I kept thinking, like, this is not real. Like, who can even think up of this scenario? Like, we were there by ourselves. My stepmom was there, but obviously she was taking care of my dad. My sister is three years younger than me. So I'm 24. She's 21. And we're like, what the actual heck? So as it was, I was able to say to goodbye to my dad after 48 hours in the hospital. He passed away the next day. And then my sister and I had to turn around and drive back home on Christmas Day. <laughs> and so... The reason I never share this is because I never thought, I didn't think of it as a big deal. Now, I will say, as I say this out loud, and I've had multiple years of therapy, it is a big deal. And it's important to share it. And I'm not a sharer. So for me, having this podcast and really thinking through, like, why is it important for me to share behind the scenes? It's important because that moment and those moments that led up to that and building a business 
and the moments that have led up to some really big things in business is because that episode really made me one of the strongest, most resilient people you will ever meet. And I know the reason that I work so hard for those things is because I am reminded every day that life is too short. Okay, so when I get asked the question, how to take a breather there, of why did you leave your corporate job? Why did you build a business? I'm like, why not? Why not? Like, because I don't want to have something like that happen again and be, why not? So relating it back to the stories that I have told in this series, there have been a lot of mini miracles, as I call them, that have happened along the way. And I know it's because my dad is watching over. So now you know I didn't want to record this podcast. But on the happier side of things, I actually met my husband three months before my dad passed away. And the cool part is, is Scott actually grew up in the same hometown that I did, but we never hung out before. But he knew my dad and so did his family. So that's been a really cool connection point and something when I think about the universe and trusting the universe, like I don't think that happened by accident. So that's what I start to call mini miracles, right? So the other story I will share is it was, you know, I wouldn't say hard compared to some to get pregnant at first, but I was definitely older and it took a minute. And then the twins like magically appeared. So they don't run in our family. Nobody has ever had twins before. And they were just, it was just there. Like it just happened, which I think is so cool. And then from a business standpoint, I will say I've taken a lot of risks, but the biggest risk was actually setting a date for me to step away from my corporate job. I actually did a whole episode on this, which is number 176. But I gave Scott and I gave myself four months to quietly quit, as they call it. And it happened in three weeks. So all of these things together, the whole story, right? Like the challenges and the sadness and the resiliency and the strength. Like I know that all of that happened for a reason. And I share these examples because when you say what you say and what you believe matters, if you don't believe you can have a successful business, you won't. The energy and alignment around your actions and the words that you're telling yourself matter. So I want you to think about, are you using your story? Are you using the challenges and the struggles that you went through to help attract the right people who can relate to you, use that as your superpower to grow and scale. So from a feminine strategy perspective, this is what I try to focus on. The energy that I am attracting, right? The words I am telling myself. I trust that the right things will happen at the right time and that I have everything I need to be successful. I literally write that in my journal every single time. I have everything I need to be successful. And even, you know, in the darkest times when I'm hooked up to a morphine drip, I was like, you know what? I am not leaving until I say goodbye. I have everything I need to be successful. And so you have to believe it. You have to believe that you have exactly what you need to get to the next step. I truly believe that I am the person I am today because of the experiences that I went through in dealing with my dad's sickness at a very young age. And I know everyone has their stories, right? And so I just think it's important to pull the energy from those, pull the energy from that so that you can truly design the life that you want. It's important to do that. 
So from a masculine strategy perspective, which I'm much more comfortable talking about, I believe that you can design your dream schedule now. Going back to why wait? Why wait? Like I remember during the pandemic, I had like 17 hours of Zoom calls or something ridiculous. And I was like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I am done. Like I am done thinking I'm just I'm going to wait till next summer or I'm just going to wait till the girls are over. Like do it right now. And so that belief is really what's going to fuel your next steps because I truly believe that creating the capacity to do what you love generates more of that. But there are also tangible steps that you can take. So a couple ones that I know that I have talked about before that really helped me when I was like in the thick of corporate and trying to build this business is I would schedule a coffee date with myself to brainstorm my next business move. Sometimes the coffee date was 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Sometimes it was a super fancy one on a Friday afternoon, right? It just depended on what my schedule was. But I took time to fuel the idea, right? Take time to fuel the idea. The next thing that I started to do, and I talk about this a lot in CEO week, is try not to take meetings one day a week. Like, what if you had one day that was meeting free? And I know I've shared my schedule recently, but now I feel like I've taken it to extreme because it's been so magical. So I used to say I'm not going to do meetings on Mondays. Now it's Mondays and Fridays. And then it's turned into, I'm only going to take meetings from 11 to 2 And I'm going to take the last week of every month off, right? Like it's been so powerful. I just keep adding on. I'm like, how can I do less with more, which in the end creates more. And then the last thing that I try to do is just schedule time to journal and brainstorm every day. Because I know that I've shared, I think it was earlier in this episode that the side of your brain that's actually creative, you have to tap into. It's like 80% of our brain. The actual strategy piece is like, 20%. So how are you tapping into that creativity sign, which as a bonus is having more fun, being more creative, having more downtime. So from a masculine strategy perspective, put those things in your schedule right now. Believe that you could have your dream schedule now instead of waiting six months or a year or whatever that looks like. And so the last thing I will share from a tactical strategy perspective is outsource like a boss right? So every great leader has a great team. What does yours look like? The team could literally be your spouse, your babysitter, your neighbor. It could be your podcast editor, your um, virtual assistant. Like what is your team? Because the quicker that you can have somebody help you, the quicker you're going to be able to scale. So I want you to just be so intentional that your schedule will automatically turn into what you've dreamed of because you're doing the actions every single day. You have a day that you look forward to every single week because it's what you want your dream schedule to be. And then you're practicing what it would feel like. So I know this was a little bit of a different episode and it's probably more emotional than I have ever gotten. But I hope you enjoyed this five-part series. I know we chatted a lot about strategy, but also tried to pull back the covers on how you can trust that your actions will result in the right things at the right time, right? So if this story, insert me being really nervous to air this, so please reach out to me if you listened to it and it helped you. If this story resonated with you and you enjoyed sort of the more personal and feminine side of business, I would love, love, love to hear your feedback. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.